bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. It's the Yellow Army podcast again and uh, Guy, Richard and David. For the first time this season we are broadcasting live from inside the relegation zone. <laughs> Because I was starting to look around the cameras then, <laughs> Facebook yeah. and because for we without kicking a ball on Tuesday night for reasons that we'll come to shortly, uh, the three teams below Torquay all won, didn't they, on Tuesday night? Uh, did did, did and, anybody and not win on Tuesday night? Exactly. I mean, obviously the ones who lost didn't. Football but, but, was the uh, winner, as they like to say. But well, it's uh, isn't it extraordinary? We we were sitting here a week ago before Sutton at home, and yeah. I think we were pretty. Upbeat and we were, and, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, for that, uh, they'd come off the back of a decent performance at Barrow. All right, didn't win as when they had the chance to at the end, but belt nil nil at Barrow wasn't bad. Um, uh, and you know, previous four games without being tearing any trees up, and I think it is worth stressing that there were no trees torn up, but it had been a yeah. little bit better. And then, then all of a sudden, a cataclysmic yeah. day last Saturday against South End when uh, against uh, Sutton when. I think the most worrying thing for all of us, and I, you disagree with me here, is that United seemed to crack up mentally. Yeah, that that was that was the biggest worry for me. Is that uh, you know that this ongoing thing that's been there all season. Yeah. Um, that this brittleness of confidence and whatever words you want to call it, in the face of a bit of adversity, yeah. came back to haunt them. Because they led um, twice, didn't they? Oh, led, led, led twice. twice against we the all team. know about the goalkeeping yeah. situation. Team with a right back in goal, etc., etc., etc. And uh, you know, I think we all looked around. And I'm sure the, the fans who were there looked around and, and thought, "Who is going to yeah. stand up here and turn this match?" And and there was no one out there yeah. that, that, that looked like doing it. Really, the and disappointment was that a lot of the players that you thought would. You know, there are two or three players out there that you think, right, you can take the, the game by the scruff of the neck, mm. kick a few people up the backside and get this team going again, and yeah. they didn't. No, and it didn't quite happen. And, and all right, the wind was a big factor, but United had it in the first half. If Jamie Reid, and it's obviously not blaming it all on him, if he sticks that chance in from 10, 12 yards out... Yeah. Left-footed one. At 1-0, one yeah. yeah. And that makes it 2-0 with the right back in goal do Sutton come back from that well we'll never know but I at the time when he did when he, when 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 really stuck that one over yeah. I, 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 I thought my goodness I hope this doesn't come back that alone because actually from then on apart from Brett Williams reading that misheader and going through and scoring I don't think United had a, had a, had no. a shot on target and um It was just a real, real bad day. At two all, I think we were all looking down at each other at the, in the press box. I know I certainly spouted out and said, "I'll take a point take now." Take a point now, yes. Um, yeah. And you know, one or two other people quite rightly said, "Oh, no, hang on a minute, we're at home here." You know, Sutton, we, you know, blah, blah, blah. and I just, but I think I just, one of those was me. <laughs> yeah, and I just had this horrible feeling. You know, we, we are not coping here. No. We, you know, we, we, we. Anyway. It's done and, and, and that's gone. And then on the top of that, United go to Solihull. The game is called off. And uh, we How sort of, close were you, Dave? When, uh, when you we got, got to onto the M42 at Redditch. Uh, uh, pretty when, close. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. were 10 minutes away. Yeah. Uh, and um, we, we, uh, we got the message that the game had been off. We put in a couple of calls to check it. 
so we didn't actually get to the solid hull turning. We did a quick round the roundabout a couple of times. Did um, you go to Cheltenham to watch the game there? I, I didn't. Everybody did. I didn't actually watch the game. Yeah. I sat in the pub for an hour and a half and watched Brighton and Newcastle on the telly. <laughs> um, Very wise. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's funny. I, I, we were we were talking about this on the way back. Uh, you know, with the Goals Travel Club. Well done to all of them. You know, full coach more or less going yeah. up to Solihull after the what happened last Saturday. Um, uh, uh, about why I. I, I I'm very fond of Cheltenham. I've got nothing against Carlisle, but it's funny. I, I, it must be old age creeping on now. Is, is that I find it very hard to watch matches where I don't actually care about the outcome. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't mind watching Barcelona or somebody or a cup tie on the telly, you know. But to go to a Cheltenham live match, Carlisle. yeah, it didn't grab you. It just didn't. It just didn't grab me. I, 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 I'm not bothered what happens in that game. Football fatigue, David. Well, well it's 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 that. Too much of a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to take credit for it, but uh, ask me to go to Southport or Barrow or Gateshead because Torquay are playing, and and uh, yeah, absolutely, with all the, you know, the the hardships of that, because yeah. you're absolutely desperate to know what's going to happen, and and as the game goes on, and we're all the same at Playmore, and that's what keeps. The fans still going, coming, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, uh, not because they expect to see, you know, great football every week. They, they they know better than that. But they care deeply about what the outcome's going yeah. to be. And yeah. um, uh, uh, the, the you know, let, let's hope that in these next few weeks, over the last twelve games, um, uh, um, I'm sure the fans will. You know, I mean, who knows how many will turn up against Geisley on Saturday? You wouldn't blame people for one or two for not coming. Yeah. And and uh, but, you know, Torquay fans have a habit of come Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we'll just. Oh yeah. come on, you know, we yeah. what are we going to do? No, that's right. Well, that's and, um, and so we... hopefully, hope, hopefully that you know if you get a good crowd and and the, the people who who are there on Saturday will be absolutely diehard supporters for for obvious reasons. And they nearly always create a decent little yeah. atmosphere, even when there's only 1,500 of them or so. So, uh, fingers crossed. Now, before we leave the Sutton game, we have to, all three of us, apologise to Sean McGinty. Because all three of us saw the second uh, goal for, for Sutton as an own goal. And I don't think it was just us either. No. I, think, I think the vast, quite yeah. a few people in the, in the stand felt that the, the, the thing had come off him and and, uh, and, it, and our instinct was it was an own goal. It must I, have been yeah. the angle from where we were sitting because yeah. everyone along that line yeah. thought it was a McGinty own goal. Yeah. It looked like it just came off his head yes. went up, straight up into the crossbar yeah, and down and in. Yeah. But in, in actual fact it was a decent header by Biamu. who kind who, of ghosted who, in in front of him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so having um, seen it from the, on the TV highlights which obviously are taken from the pop side Quite. the pop side fans must have been mystified why we all thought it was a McGinty that's right. however David yeah. you did text him to apologise as well didn't you I, I, to make it I, I, I texted Sean <laughs> to, to apologise for having got it wrong in a couple of yeah. the early match reports and uh, we, we did get it right in the Herald on Wednesday but it's a bit it's, it's a bit, bit after the Lord Mayor show that is but I got um, it hopelessly wrong in the live blog so oh, well um, done. my apologies but, uh, Sean well. to his credit well I so, tweeted it as well so we're all to blame <laughs> yeah. Sean to his credit uh, um, uh, texted back very quickly and said don't worry about it, Dave. No worries, um, and he was just talk. All he was thinking about was putting in a much better performance at Solihull yeah. on Tuesday, and uh, unfortunately, obviously for for obvious reasons and, and you were waterlogging reasons that was off. So possibly uh, what made it worse, maybe for Sean McKinty, is I, I saw him in the, the Visto Lounge in the morning with his parents. 
Oh, I uh, see. So, so they'd yeah. obviously come down to watch the game. Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't realise that, yes. So, uh, anyway, there you go. Moving um, on. Now, the Solihull game, um, we saw they put a great picture up on our website on Tuesday night as they called the game off, which Solihull Moors had, um, had put onto Twitter. Did you see the pitch? Did you no, see, we you didn't, didn't, get didn't get that. Didn't get that far. No, no, no. Sorry, you just said that. It was it was right to call it off. There's no way they could have played on that. Well, sure. apparently he, uh, the referee, Andrew Miller from County Durham, passed the, pi- the pitch okay at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. He knew Torquay were virtually up there anyway. Um, they were booking into somewhere like Bromsgrove, I think, for a pre-match meal. Oh. So um, <laughs> no, Richard is just having bad memories of Buckland losing <laughs> at Bromsgrove, sporting in the FA Vars. Um, and uh, so, you know, at that stage, it was just about playable. Yeah. But he had concerns because of the forecast. The problem now is that you are not referees are not allowed to call games off on the basis of forecasts of weather forecasts. They have to wait for what, I mean, year whatever arrives. I was always getting told off um, for talking, and so. it duly. It bucketed down, didn't bucketed it? Bucketed down. Yes. Yeah. Um, if there was any uh, concerns about whether it was right or wrong, people only had to look at the pitch, apparently. The car park was almost a wash. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't think anybody argued with the decision, least of all Kevin Nicholson. Uh, and 20 minutes or so later, Walsall called their game off as well. So There, there were games all the, the way up that western yeah. edge of the at, country. At, at least yeah. it wasn't Macclesfield with snow on the pitch, yeah. was it? Yeah. So, um, Could have stood in front of us a weatherman's board and just done a kind of swathe of, of yeah. games off. Just, yeah. just a, it, it was it was a particular areas of the country, wasn't yeah. it? And um, So that was that. Uh, uh, and unfortunately... Um, Let's face it, several other teams went ahead and played and a whole yeah. series of results which made everybody's heart drop as the scores came in. I looked um, at the results on, online and, and I thought, oh, they've won. Oh, they, oh, they've mm. won. Well. Oh, they've won as well. And it took the BBC uh, quite a long time to update the table. And so I was doing the mathematics in my head and thinking, yeah. oh, this isn't good. No. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, and uh, funnily enough, everybody... You know, we were talking last weekend about what a sort of a super Saturday it was in terms of yeah. six pointers. Well, I'm sorry, there's another one coming up this Saturday, as well as United against Geisley. Um, Maidstone play Southport. That's 20th against 22nd. Yeah. North Ferriby, who are 23rd, play Woking, 19th. Uh, obviously, United 21st play Geisley in 18th place, uh, and York are at home to Eastley, who are falling like a stone at the moment. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, it doesn't get any exactly. It doesn't yeah. get any better or easier. Um, but uh, you know, Kevin Nicholson. Uh, you know, I think the, the basic theme of his press conference today w- was, well, if this doesn't concentrate everybody's minds, then then absolutely nothing yeah. will. And because um, the pressure must be massive up there, the pressure in the club as a whole, the pressure in the dressing room must be enormous now. You would you would think so, yeah. and, and I'm sure it is. You are talking about you know a, a young manager. Um, you're not talking about somebody who turned up six months ago from the northeast or someone yeah. like that. You're talking about somebody who's been at the club a long, long time, uh, has his heart and soul here, his family here. You know he, he's been part and parcel of Torquay for the best part of ten years. Yeah. Um, you know, so he cares deeply about it. Um, uh, but you know, but as always. Um, you know, managers are, are judged by players and results, and uh, you know he, he's Kevin Nicholson is is aware of that as anybody, yeah. and um, uh, he he has got to get some performances out of these yeah. players. I don't think anybody expects, you know, uh, 
zingy one-touch, no, two-touch football. Tick attacker, no, exactly. I, you know, it, it's it's past that now. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I know they are still desperately trying to find a centre forward. Yeah. Um, because obviously, I know Sean Harrod's back now, but Brett Williams, who by his own admission isn't really a fully paid up target man um, has been having to play on his own tucks a goal away nicely doesn't but he but he is yeah. our biggest goal threat at the moment he does. Isn't he? and now um, the top goal scorer isn't he and now the top yeah. goal scorer yeah. Yeah. finally as, a well striker as the, being the top yeah, goal scorer as well as the most booked player as well yeah. so uh, so you know it would be very interesting to see what Kevin Nicholson does I know a lot of supporters have been talking about you know when are they going to see Rory Keating up front well, did, did, I was going to ask you that do you uh, put a gun to your head would you sacrifice your holding midfielder for a second striker um, in, a, in a home match, uh, I, I think I would. Yes, yeah. uh, um, uh, because <laughs> there's no point drawing matches anymore, is no. there? Really? Uh, I, I mean, you, you you have to have a plan B, uh, uh, and the plan B would be okay if it's not working with with two. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the trouble is, of course, that that that, that uh, Kevin Nicholson, Stroke United, haven't been able to sign mm. um, the kind of bloke that would make that decision for you. Uh, you know no. about playing two up front. So at the moment, if you're going to play two up front, unless they manage to get someone in by Saturday, you're looking at either Sean Harrod or Rory Keating up yeah. front. With um, you know now, not even Sean wouldn't. Sean Harrod wouldn't um, claim to be a, an out and out centre no. forward, a, a Rene Howell lookalike, would he? Um, so in in a way, and, and young Rory Keating um, is has never played. A senior match in this country. No. He's come on as a sub a couple of times. Um, uh, I mean, let's face it. If Rory Keating had looked in training, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I, from what I understand, he's done absolutely nothing wrong in training. He, he is a wholehearted player who Kevin Nicholson does believe will make a player eventually. Yeah. But if he had looked absolutely ready in training to yeah. go in and play the centre forward role do you not think that Kevin Nicholson would have had him in the team by no, now? That's I true. think he would and we can um, all stand, we can all sit in Bristow's bench and stand on the pop side and say throw Keating on, there's yeah. nothing to lose And but there is, there's a lot to lose yes there is there? a lot it's, to lose yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think at the moment I still think I see Keating I mean it's not my decision but, but, but I, I think he will probably come off the bench yeah. uh, uh, at the moment um, I think it's all. But it's, 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 time well, that's the bench. That, ah, that's the next point. I think a lot of people Five have been frustrated both, both uh, that, 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 that he hasn't had a bit longer, uh, and that may, you know, uh, that may well happen. Yeah. Uh, and there's, of course, there's young Gianni Critchlow, um, this winger from 18-year-old winger from QPR. But I, I think, you know, that the, the, the general feeling is that again, he's he's, uh, a, he's a, a, raw talent, a very you, raw yeah. talent yeah. that isn't quite ready for, for the, especially in this situation yeah. you know if, if United were in 7th or 8th place or, or you know comfortably okay maybe with a slight outside chance of the mm. playoffs you'd be perhaps throwing these players on with yeah. you know a Critchlow will go on then have, have, see what it's you can do for 10 or 15 player, really, but you you're asking an 18 year old player to go and solve an awful lot of problems yeah. for you yeah at, in, a, in a desperately tight situation, and um, you know, I, th I think it's a, it's a lot to ask. Isn't it, it is, yeah, yeah. So um, no, it's it's a it's a big game, and of course, you look at you look at United against Guysley on Saturday. Guysley, what second smallest team in yeah. in, in in the conference uh, um, in the national league? Maybe North Ferriby, slightly bigger than North Ferriby. Um, uh, you know they've won six of their last ten games. Yeah, That's they're, they're, they're putting a run together, uh, aren't they? And yeah. in that run, they've beaten Barrow away. Uh, sorry, Barrow at home, Dagenham away, Macclesfield away, and Lincoln at home. 
I mean, come on, that, that, that's any team in the division would be would be happy would. with that sort of form. So it's we're not playing a team here that's you know hanging and, on for dear life. So it's a big the, big test on Saturday. The danger with the way the table is at the moment, without being a prophet of doom, is that gaps open. Well, they? that's gap, right. There are there is the potential if things go wrong on Saturday for a gap to open. Yes, that might be very yes. difficult to cross. There is one. If you're really looking for, um, you know, a, a, a consolating, is that United's goal difference is considerably better than everybody else's, and, at the, and at the moment that's worth another point. Yeah. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, and frustratingly, United tend not to get hammered by anybody. No, uh, uh, they, 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 they lose by the odd goal, and to their enduring frustration, they keep. Turning one nil leads or one all situations yeah. into defeats, yeah. can't uh, afford and, to do it, and, and, they, and, and, and they can't afford to do it. Um, so there we are. There we are. Uh, That's we can't kind of, dream it any differently. We and, can't. Um, now the, another player we've been talking about this week is Darrell Berry. Yeah, uh, um, I think a lot of United fans have been wondering what's happened to him. Obviously, he came back from his broken leg. Uh, and went down to. He, obviously, he's not a United player. I have to keep stressing this. He's not contracted to United, but he he remained at the club while he was recovering from his broken leg. Went through his rehab here with Gareth Law. When he was fit enough to kick a ball, uh, he went down to Truro. Had a couple of games for them. Had to come off in both matches. Mm. Uh, then was released. Yeah. Uh, and 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 in a certain amount of pain. Yeah. Uh, his running action isn't quite back. They, they they sent him up to St George's Park, the FA's rehab centre at Burton. They sort of said, "Look, structurally everything's fine. You know, he is where we would expect him to be." But I think Durrell Berry hoped and felt he could yeah. get back quicker. It was a bad, but it was a double break of the of the, of the leg yes. uh, at Dover yeah. last year. And um, uh, uh, from talking to Kevin Nicholson today, he he said that Jarrell Berry has taken himself back home to the Midlands and he's effectively written this season off. He's going to go back home, yeah. rest completely, carry on training, doing light training and get himself back ready, hopefully, ready for next season. Ready to be a free agent next, next season. season. Next yeah. season. Yeah. Um, and Kevin says, I, I think that's the right thing to do, yeah. to try and keep pushing. He was ending up picking up other injuries yeah. because he was trying to favour or not favour the other leg. Uh, uh, and I th So it's a shame... But if you get a fit, he's only a young lad still. He's still yeah. got another probably eight, ten years left in the game if he can get himself properly fit again. And I'm sure that's the right decision yeah. mentally, about, apart from anything else. Because if you're constantly fighting against, you know, what you feel is a losing battle, it gets to you mentally after yeah. a while, doesn't it? So he's it's, probably best to it take. It gives him an opportunity to go and clear his head and get right. fit yeah. and, and yeah. get back was, in again. He was doing really well oh. until the moment that he had that Absolutely. leg yeah. break. Yeah. I mean, he'd, he'd come into the team and oh. made a real difference. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, with all due respect to, to Jared Hotchkiss, who I think we're, we all think is one of the pluses in the team at the yeah. moment. Um, you know, a Jarrell Berry of this time last year would would, would walk into yes, the United's would. team, wouldn't he? So, he would. uh, but that's that's where he is. And the last thing on our agenda today is the National League. Well, Fanarama, the National, National League. League. Yeah. What what happened? Well, uh, um, uh, you know, you can only repeat what people uh, you know actually say to you, and when they said it, and and the Herald Express. Uh, um, uh, we, you, we've been ringing them for weeks we, now, we, we, we've been trying to pressing them for a bit of info for several weeks now the club and the club have kept saying to us no we haven't heard anything we haven't heard anything we this find is the ratification the, yes. rat the ratification yeah. of a takeover that it has to be approved by the national league a little bit like um, 
uh, Chilino at Leeds being approved by the Football League for, yes, for, for yeah. taking over. You know, <laughs> we won't go there. Um, but uh, uh, we finally learnt that there was a board meeting, a National League board meeting, last Thursday when the matter would be dealt with. Yes. We waited for the outcome of that board meeting. There was nothing on Friday. The club hadn't heard anything on Saturday or on Monday or on Tuesday morning. So back on it again, we started pressing it. And I was then told um, that uh, the, there had been problems with the board meeting of the previous Thursday. Storm Doris. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> which, uh, fine. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. uh, and that the matter would be dealt with on the Wednesday, so i.e. I, yesterday. This is all stuff that we ran in the paper with quotes from the, the, yeah, the, the sure. chap who said yeah, it. So, that's right. you know, you take that as um, value. And, and uh, uh, fine, okay, you know, onwards and upwards. Um, uh, and eventually it turned out, and then on the way to <laughs> Solihull, I suddenly hear, oh, the ratification's come through. Well, they haven't, really? had a meet haven't had the meeting yet. It does turn out that the matter was dealt with last Thursday, uh, but United didn't get to hear about it in, uh, until... And nor did the person who was telling us about it. No. <laughs> so, there you go. So, it's, it's, it's done. It's, it's done. Ratified. It's ratified. I mean, it was always going to be ratified, anyway. Yeah. As far well, as we could, we could it's just one of those things... Even we were yeah. told that the delay was not because of any issues. You know, And I, and I think... Um, I know that the new regime at United and the National League's senior officers have spoken since, and I think uh, oil and... Uh, yeah. Good nature has been poured on the waters, and I think uh, you know everybody said, "Right, okay, well, it's so, be, it's been done now." It didn't, it didn't. Uh, but know. at least that is one thing that we can file away well and move on. And as a result of that, interestingly, today the weekly press conference uh, up at Playmore, uh, Clark Osborne and Chris Rich's number two were up there. Uh, I think it was an expression of a that the takeover has now been done, and also how seriously they regard the situation that the club is in at the moment um, and uh, I do expect them to be making a statement obviously we're, t we're talking on Thursday afternoon now, I think there might well be some sort of statement about uh, the current situation of the club and yeah. longer term uh, um, things they, they are a company and Clark Osborne is, a, is a, a boss who does not say stuff unless he has something to say, or uh, you know, he, he doesn't. He doesn't tend to come out just for the sake of it, um, uh, and that, of course, has sometimes leads to problems of his own because yeah. you know, silence, you know, becomes a vacuum, doesn't it? And um, what do they say? Vacuums have to be filled, don't they? And uh, so, but I think that may well, there, there may well be a statement within the next twenty-four hours or so. Interesting. Thank you for your company. This has been the Yellow Army podcast. Can Richard, I, can I just go say on? David did take the donut. Yes, he you did. He had money on that. Last he did. Time. Yes, there's a betting scandal at Playmore. How could we forget? Uh, with <laughs> well, I was never going to say no. I have photo photographic. Photographic evidence. Photographic evidence. He oh, did no. take the donut. Oh, no. There you go. Oh. This is Pygate all over again. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell, as they say, we'll leave you for this week. Thank you very much for your company. We'll be at Playmore on Saturday afternoon oh. for the visit of Geisley. Nothing bigger. A three o'clock kickoff. Come over and say hello. And in the meantime, come on, you yellows. <laughs>